Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Test, 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 yeah, 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 check, check, yeah, one, two, one, two, one, two, yes, yes, you are now rocking with the best, this is the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast, coming to you live and direct in prime time today, me and G Moody, last name rhymes with duty, the Disco 2 will be breaking down the new rule that was implemented in the NFL Tommy Loren got water thrown on her. And Judge Gerald Moody will be giving out the sentences in another episode of Sick Fuck or Beyond Sick Fuck. Miles, Jordan, let me get something funky for this prime time podcast. Let's go. All right, G. Moody, last name rhymes with duty. My name is Michael Rappaport. This is the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. You are now rocking with the best. This is the home of the most disruptive podcast in the world. In the fucking world. And and that is something to be proud of. And when I say disruptive, I I just mean like disruptive. That's what I mean. It pretty much, I'm calling a spade a spade. We are disruptive. And that doesn't mean like we're, we're tough guys. That doesn't mean we're rebellious. That just means we're disruptive. Uh, my name is Michael Rapport, a.k.a. the Gringo Man Dingo. Here with the three-time podcast co-host of the year. His name is uh, Gerald Moody. Actually does not have a middle name. Yeah, that's correct. 
something we have not discussed recently. Um, yeah. We are rocking in prime time. So much to talk about. Uh, both the Eastern Conference and Western Conference NBA series are tied up. We'll get to that. Uh, another bad prediction by uh, G. Moody. We'll get to that. Um, we will be playing Sick Fuck of the Week or Beyond oh, Sick Fuck of the Week with Judge Moody. You will be the judge and the jury today, Mr. Oh. Moody. Yeah. Judge Moody presiding. What better person to 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 break down and distribute the sentence? Is it a sick fuck or are you beyond? Um, also, we are encouraging all the fans that have the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast app, and this episode is premium, to call us, leave us voicemail, call us, leave us voicemail. The information is on the app. You can reach us at 213-457-3704. Give us a shout out. Whatever you want to do, we'll play it on the air. Any questions that are good, that are smart, that get us going, we'll, we'll play your question on the air and we'll answer it. 213-457-3704. Uh, today, throughout the episode, we will be putting all the first round of calls, the shout outs. Throughout this episode, we will be answering questions from the fans. Now listen, we love the shout-outs, and we're going to play the shout-outs because these are the premium motherfucking subscribers to the I Am Rapport app. We're going to give you your shout-outs. We're going to play your voices on here, but ask questions. Ask yeah. questions. Um, we encourage you to ask questions, um, and we will play the question and do our best to answer them, uh, but all the love is appreciated from the bottom of our heart. Um, it's the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast. Let's get down to business. The NFL had a vote with owners. I, I, I have to say, I'm totally biased with this. This is so fucking dumb to me. Um, and the they implemented a new rule in the NFL uh, that was cleared by all 32 owners of the NFL. I don't know if it had to be a unanimous vote or uh, how it was done, but the rule is the rule now. 32 members of the National Football uh, uh, league reaffirmed their strong commitment to workside, our players, strengthen communities, blah, 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 blah. There's a new rule. The new rule is that all team and league personnel on the field shall stand and show respect for the flag and the national anthem. The, the actual rule book, the one that has like, you know, uh, kicking penalties, pass interference, whether a catch is a catch, what's a first down, will have this rule in the actual rule book. A club will be fined by the league if its personnel are on the field and do not stand and show respect for the flag and the anthem. Each club may develop its own rules consistent with above, uh, above principles regarding its personnel who do not stand and show respect for the flag and the anthem. So what it means is if you're on the field, you need to stand up and show respect for the uh, national anthem and the flag, or you can stand off to the side, like in the tunnel or in the locker room. Now, yeah. we, we've discussed this endlessly. Everybody has discussed this endlessly. People have discussed this in their workplace. Every damn show, whether it has to do with sports or not, has discussed this. Dick Stain, Donald Trump, has discussed this publicly. It's an endless discussion. Now... 
the the protest that was started by Colin Kaepernick and then other players um, have have followed suit. I don't remember seeing Colin Kaepernick or any other players wipe their ass during the national anthem. I don't re- remember seeing any other players uh, uh, listening to Wu Tang Clan during the national anthem. I at this point, sincerely. I have nothing but respect for, for, for everybody's feelings, thoughts, and all that. But I'm over this entire fucking discussion. I don't know why the NFL wanted to bring more attention to it. Because this just brings more attention to it. And, and obviously, what they're trying to do is avoid any attention. Um, before I, I give uh, you the forum, Mo- Monetti, and to express yeah. your, your own thoughts, I wanted to ask you this. If Colin Kaepernick's initial peaceful protest of kneeling was a protest for all the school shootings going back to Columbine and all the way up to what happened in Santa Fe, Texas, would this be going on? If he was protesting school shootings in high schools, would the NFL have any problem with it? If Colin Kaepernick was protesting the amount of homelessness in the United States. Washington, D.C. is one of the uh, highest ratios of homelessness. Hawaii, California, if he was protesting homelessness in the United States, would any of this be going on? Or even if it was something as simple as the abundance of stray dogs, not cats. Let's just assume Colin Kaepernick is a dog person. If he was protesting the amount of stray dogs in the United States, would yeah. any of this shit be going on? That's my first I, question. Like any of those three things, homelessness, school shootings, or stray dogs in the United States. Do you okay. think we would be this far with this whole thing? Yeah, I think it would be, okay, you got a problem with, with uh, stray dogs? Well, you take a knee at the ASPCA. You take a knee at the school superintendent the Justice Department, at my football field. Now, this is hypothetical. I'm going in the shoes of the, the owners to see how the business owners are looking at this. So, yeah, we are for the dogs and the, uh, the, uh, the, the shootings, but today is a game, right? And this is my field, and this is my uh, everything. So I'm with you, but we should go, if you have a problem with uh, police, well, you should go there and protest. You should go to the county government, uh, the Justice Department. But in my business, which is where I own it, I own this whole stadium. And today, you cannot do that on my terms. So what the owners did is come together and say, listen, this is what it's going to be. And if you won't comply, the team will be fined. And you don't have to come out, so we'll make a little concession. If you don't want to come out to the field and you want to stay in the, um, in the locker room, that is fine. That's fine. So they had to meet them some way. But you can't do what you want to do on another man's, uh, what, what he owns, and demand shit. You go where the grievance is. If it's the cops, you go to the government, you go to the precinct, you go to the police station. You, you, you can't do that. They're not going to allow you to do that. And that's what it is. 
So uh, people get hurt feelings, but yo, these people own these stadiums and they make the rules. And if you don't want to fuck with the rules, then get out of the game. Yeah, I mean, listen, what you're saying is is absolutely right, and and I know you you uh you don't live with the bleeding heart, uh, although you are you I would say you are a compassionate person. Um, I, I, yo, rap, wait, I'm jumping in the owner's shoes and looking at it from their perspective to give it perspective. No, I to get understand it. it's about fucking business, and if you're there kneeling on my job, on my what I own. And it's hurting the business. I'm not going to allow that to continue to go on. So uh, that's what it is. So, but I'm saying it, I'll be with you. The grievance ain't about me. The grievance is about police, right? The police are protecting people in this stadium. But so do you if think you, if he, let's say Colin Kaepernick loved dogs. Let's say he was just like so, yeah. so upset about the amount of, we all see stray dogs. Or, 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 or let's say something simple as this, in all honesty. Do you think the uproar or the blowback, do you think that people could actually have a problem with Colin Kaepernick initially protesting the amount of kids and teachers that have been getting killed almost monthly, bi-monthly, or tri-monthly in the United States? And that was right. his whole thing. Like, and he was like, I am protesting that. I want right. to do something about gun reform. Do you think we this would be this far? For oh, real. Oh, do, do you uh, think that people, do you think Donald Trump would have said, get off the yeah. field, you son of a bitch? No. I think uh, it would have been a little, it would have been compassionate, but once you would have went into the realm of guns, then it would have been, a, it would have been the same blowback because it would have been like, this fucking right, guy right. trying guess, to take okay, out but let's guns say something. Back. Let's say something that everybody could agree on. Homelessness. Nobody likes homelessness. Nobody likes to see people struggling like that. Uh, and that's why I'm making the silly, the silly uh, thing about stray dogs. Like if it was, yo, I'm kneeling because I love dogs. You know, right. in, in San Francisco, there's so many stray dogs. And, and, right. and, and I'm kneeling because I want to try to bring attention to stray dogs. Let's oh, let's something like that where no, there's, no, there's no government, there's no right. amendment, there's no constitution. It's just, yo, I, I just love dogs so much. And I, I just, I hate leaving the stadium and seeing stray dogs. And like, let's just say it was something as basic right. as that. Oh, it would have been, oh, of course, it would have been much different, man, of course. But uh, the compassion would have been, you know, oh, this is a noble cause. But when you say I'm being oppressed and, you know, the, the public looks at that and say, oh, I'm oppressed and I'm kneeling and this and that. And, you know, they, they're going to say, well, this guy got $200 million and he's talking about oppressed and this and that. So that is how it changes. And it's, it's fucked up. But I wouldn't, like I said, my thing, I'd go to where the grievance is. I'd go to where my issue is. Like, if it's cops, I'm going to the Justice Department. We're going to deal with this shit. I'm not doing this shit in no stadium, man. I'm not. Well, the rules are now the rules, and it, and it is locked down. Um, and, again, I encourage you guys to call us, uh, especially the, the premium subscribers. Uh, you, you, I want to hear your thoughts on it. Uh, you could ask questions, pose questions. You could reach us at 213-457-3704. And we will take all the calls. 
Um, we'll play shout outs, but, but I really encourage you, uh, uh to give calls. Uh, another, uh, uh, person who, who's, uh, you know, uh, politically, uh, a politically charged person, uh, is in the news. Stormy Daniels, the former porn star. Uh, she, she, uh, obviously her work speaks for herself, uh, both in politics and with the resist movement. Uh, she's, uh, having a day in West Hollywood. Uh, she will be honored. They are they are giving her an entire day, uh, May twenty third. Um, the city of West Hollywood is proclaimed Stormy Daniels Day. Um, the former <laughs> porn star. I'm sure she never would have thought. Now, if you're not familiar with California, West Hollywood, and 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 this is this is no um, disrespect, is a very proud, very strong, probably one of the strongest, most uh, populated, uh, well known. Yeah. Uh, neighborhoods in the country and in the world as a a primarily gay, gay. and gay friendly. It's not just yep. all gay people because because straight people live there, uh, straight men live there, straight women live there. Um, but just just to let you know, uh, West Hollywood is a very sort of forward thinking, um, open, very clean. There's no crime. They yo they <laughs> hold that shit down. West yo, Hollywood got- is clean as fuck. Um, they don't play over there. Like, you're not yeah. going to come over there and act stupid. Them motherfuckers, yo, they patrol their shit. I, I'm going to tell you something. I like West Hollywood because they don't fuck around over there. Like, they, yeah. everybody minds their their neighborhood. People are looking right. out for each other. Um, there's not a lot, of, lot, not a lot of shenanigans over in West Hollywood. Like, if you know you're in West Hollywood, you, you better, the cops are around, the civilians are around. Like, they don't fuck around over there. Like, they right. keep their shit, they keep their shit thorough over there. But... Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, they have announced that today, the 23rd of May, is Stormy Daniels Day. Um, Moody? Why? Why Why did she get a day? What was the reasoning? Oh, because she's she's on the front lines of the resist uh, uh, Resi- movement. Resist what? Uh, you know, Donald Trump. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, so am I. I, I. You know, I didn't get a fucking day. You know, I, I got my face all over Instagram, Dick Stained Donald Trump. Uh, chicken head Tommy Loren. I'm coming up with nicknames for all these people. Sloppy Steve Bannon. That was me. Donald Trump bit me. I don't. Yeah. I go to West Hollywood. I go to my local coffee shop. I gotta pay for. I, I haven't gotten a free cup of coffee over there. Damn. This fucking broad. She's got an entire day now. I respect what she's doing. She's putting herself on on blast uh, uh, out there. You know, she's she's part of the resist movement. But can I get a a, a latte for free? Something? Resist. That's so crazy. He's, he's actually the sitting president of the United States, and you're talking about resist him as if he's, like, fucking pursuing people, as if he's raping people. I mean, let him finish the term. Jesus Christ. Can, hey, let him finish the term, and can I get a fucking latte or a head nod or a tip of the cap when I go to West Hollywood? Yeah, please. Give my man something, man. Can, can I get something? A fucking half lemonade, half iced tea, something? Is that asking so much? Right. That 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 piece of shit, Alex Jones, and he's a piece of shit. Oh, what do you do now? Nah, six more Sandy Hook victims hit him with defamation suit. I hope they clean him dry. Yeah. Yeah, he said the whole shit was a hoax. I was like, damn, how could you? Man. Yeah, that, that, yo, that's a sick person who. Yeah, to say that. And, and even And if he doesn't really believe that. To do that, to try to um, make himself famous, 
you yeah. know, to, to, to try to bring attention to himself. You, you're going to go to that, it, it, that, that extreme thing to accuse people yeah. of, of this got, being a hoax, people that lost their little boys and little girls. Right. Take yeah. everything from this piece of shit. Everything. Yeah. If, if you're going to say something like that, you got to have uh, definitive proof. You got to be like, yo, here's the proof. Boom. And you, you can't just say that. Of course you're going to get uh, all your stuff taken and lawsuits and all that. Of course, man. Uh, Sarah Silverman, you know, she's Mr. Me Too. Oh, no. Uh, Another she, one. She doesn't know anything about football. She's following the the uh, NFL stuff. She always got a lot to say about the NFL. And, and uh, you know, mm -hmm. she's, she's, she's a real fucking uh, a bleeding heart. I, I like Sarah. She's a friend of mine. Um, okay. Uh, but she's come out about uh, her brother. Her brother. She calls uh, Louis C.K. her brother. Um, and and, oh. and hopes that that they get a, a return. I hope I hope that they get a return. Um, you know, her, her, she also referred to Al Franken as her brother. Um, and, and <laughs> oh, now <laughs> and Aziz and Zari, those are her brothers. Uh, 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 but she she gets very upset about certain things and not upset about other things. Uh, Aziz and Zari, you know, we we've, we've been on the front lines. We've been talking shit about this this little fucking. I don't even know what to call him. He's a little snarky little fucker. Uh, he, yeah. He, he, he did a show the other day. Uh, uh, he popped up to some stand-up uh, comedy club in, in New York, and, and some woman left uh, when, he, when, when he started performing. A couple of people were upset. Leave. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Get the fuck I out. Like yeah, man. Yo, fuck, the, fuck homeboy, man. Yo, he was, doing, he was popping all his shit before about how he was so woke. And, and, and uh -huh. how he's like, right? He's on the side of women. And he's doing the same shit. So what a hypocrite. Yeah. Of, course they should, of course they should walk out. He shouldn't be allowed to return because if the, if the shoes were on the other foot, he would be going at somebody like, oh, they're so terrible. Oh, they yeah. treat no, women. Yeah. He's right? full of shit. Fuck but, that dude. Yeah, no, I, I say fuck that dude too. He, and he is full of shit. And we've been saying he's full of shit before any of this stuff started. Yeah. I, I, I yeah, had, I've had a bug to pick with that little fucker because I, I knew he was full of shit. Yeah, and they turned on your ass. They turned on you. The same chicks you were caping for got your ass thrown out of the motherfucking industry. And now you're coming back, but they should be heckling you. You should get it. I don't know how this is going to play out with Al Franken and Louis C.K., uh, yo, again, you know, Louis C.K., what he did is wild, but he didn't break no laws. Um, and, and uh, you know, at a certain point, what's the punishment? You know, right. you got people in jail for sexual assault. You got people in jail uh, uh, for molestation. They get out. Yeah. And they, they let these people out of jail and they say they deserve a second chance. So what are you going to do for a guy that had a, a fetish for taking his clothes off uh, uh, without <laughs> getting consent? Rap. Louis C.K. should definitely be allowed to come back because he always asked. He always, even though it's fucking wrong and horrible, he always asked the chicks, yo, I'm about to squeeze one out. <laughs> What's good? <laughs> always. So if he asks you, it's your wait, obligation. Wait, 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 wait. Can you repeat what, what he said? I'm about to squeeze one out. What's good? <laughs> oh, was that his line that he said? Yo. He said it was it was uh filthier, but at least he asked. You were the paraphrasing. Other, uh, yeah, at least this motherfucker asked the ladies, and they didn't say nothing. So he took that as a uh, as a yeah, 
and then he just squeezed one out, and then they got horrified. He should be allowed to come back because he had the presence of mind to at least ask the chicks. <laughs> at least he gave you a chance to say no. I'm just the, the all of this is just you know the the, the celebrities and. And 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 it's just a bunch of bullshit, man. Like I said, yeah. like I said, there was a big, big to do with the Cannes Film Festival, and that's great. But nobody did nothing the night of the Met Gala. All them celebs, all the yeah. big protesters there, they all dressed up. Not a peep came out of them that night. That was like play night. But but if anything that has to do with movies and music, they do it. But the art world and the fashion world, they're like, oh, this is just our night to right. have fun. Well, I, well, the protest though, that don't it don't stop. Right. It's so on that night, it wasn't of importance. No, a- no, not importance. You got you got chicks walking around emaciated. They starving themselves. You out there supporting the fashion industry? We're gonna put on our outfits and the yeah. Gucci and the Chanel and the Louboutins and all that bullshit. Yeah. That's why when we get invited, I'm walking in there chest naked. Yeah. These chicks with their ribs showing. I'm, I'm, I want to hashtag that. Why is this chick rib showing out there? She's obviously malnourished. So we want to have a protest for these skinny chicks walking this catwalk. Eat a burger, Duke. Kendrick Lamar was performing in Alabama. <laughs> um, the context of it is a little sketchy, but... One of his songs, uh, uh, Mad City. Yeah. That, he, that's he, littered, littered with the N-word. He, he, invited a, he invited a fan on stage. He said, I want to have somebody who comes up here and knows all the words. Um, it was in Alabama. A girl that, she, I don't know how old she is. She hasn't been in the press. She looked like she was like 16, 17 years old. She's probably or 18, 19. She looked like she was drunk. This is just the way I looked like. Or... But, you know, she got invited on stage at Kendrick Lamar. They're in his stadium. Obviously, you know, it's probably like, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm up here. I get invited on stage. He said, you know, we're going to do the words uh, uh, to the song. Uh, She was on the big screen. She's doing the words to the song. And and the word, uh, the song has N-word, 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 (laughs) N-word. And after about four N-words, and it's a good song. Listen, Kendrick Lamar, I'm a big fan. I support this dude. His writing, he's a Pulitzer Prize winner. Um, You know, he's very prolific. His music is thoughtful. Um, it's, It's well thought out. Um, and he uses his platform, and it's not just gibble glabba glibba glabba gla doobity doobity okay. do. Like he, he writes his shit, um, and, right. and he's acknowledged as a good writer. So obviously, the N word in hip hop, uh, uh, a long relationship with it, and obviously the word we we all know these things. I don't have to. You don't it. have to fucking go over okay. this shit, rap. So, go ahead. So, so so she's on stage, and and after about four or five or six N words that she's reciting, and he said, "I want somebody to come on stage who knows all the words to the song." He right. said that. Yeah. He stopped he wrote her. It. He didn't diss her. He said, you know, but the crowd was sort of reacting because she's on the big screen. The whole thing looks crazy. He stopped her and said, "All you had to do." was skip one word. And then, uh, you know, they stopped doing it. She didn't get to finish the song. The girl was probably nervous. She looked like she was drunk. I don't know how old she was. She looked like she was a little fucked up. She was obviously hyped up to be on stage. She went to go see Kendrick Lamar. Then it's surreal. You're up there. He said, I want somebody that knows all the words. Pick this white girl. She said all the words to the song that he wrote. How would she be able to know that that word, which is part of the song, and you bring me up here, that that's something I should skip over. How would she be able to know that? If you bring I, me up I, I to- have to say I agree. 
I have to say I agree. You yeah. know, yo, let me get this out, man. Yo, the, you you wrote the song, right? And you got the words in it. So you at a concert where it's so uh, energetic and so lively. You grab somebody up who did had no idea. You say, sing along with the song. At that moment, and we've been drinking, smoking, whatever. You think I'm just going to sing along with the song? And basically, it seems like this chick got set up. <laughs> We, we all know the, the, the historical context of the word. We all know the historical uh, context of the meaning and the, the ramifications of the word. And I, I don't know, man. It's like, it's, it's, I, like I, I, unwritten, it's like an unwritten rule. Like, yo, like Chris Rock did a bit about it. He was talking about if it's Dr. Dre music and, you know, that lyric comes on, should you skip it? And, and I, like, obviously, yo, some people are going to be offended if you're saying it. And you're like, other thing is like, I'm singing along to the song. The song has it. It's part of the fucking song. You know, like like N-Word in Paris. Uh, like the Kanye Jay-Z song. Like, it, it just... I, I it, thought that was ridiculous, the but, title but of the song it's, like it's, that. It's like, I don't the know. Like, man. listen, I get if motherfuckers are offended by it. But I also get, man, especially yeah. if a 16, 17, 18-year-old girl gets gets called on stage to recite all the words, he said that. I want to see somebody who knows all the words to this song, and then they get up there, and they say it, and then you you get made to look like an asshole. So I I, I, I don't know, Moody. I I I got my I got my fucking take on it. That shit, like I said this before, years ago on this shit. That word between black people, between black Americans, means absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. It's not a racial slur between us. It's this is how sometimes we talk to one another in private. So, and now it's pretty much not private because of the popularity of hip hop and black culture. But that's our shit. Nobody else can say it to us. Nobody, if you do it, you run the risk of getting your ass kicked. And if you are about it, then you say it and see what happened to you. So don't think that because you like hip hop music and you get black culture through the television that cuz you ain't in this shit that you think that you you could say that you can't say it you shouldn't want to say it and it's a risk saying it fuck about the songs or anything that's our shit that that's one of the things we do it's not good but that doesn't mean that you could do it too i hear you I hear you. Uh, you know, it's, it was a whole big debate, uh, and, 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 you know, all, everybody was chiming in on it. I mean, who the fuck knows, man? That, that word is never going away. Um, yeah. All right. Tutu. Uh, I, I don't want to go too deep into the NBA, um, but I will say this, Mr. Moody, on the lost tapes from the other day, I'm not sure it was on the actual podcast, <laughs> you... You predicted, because we had lost tapes. There was one dude who hit me up on, on Instagram who's like, yo, just play Moody's side of the tapes. We could we could piece together the rest. And, and I appreciate that <laughs> from dude. I was like, but it's like playing like, uh, we, we can do that, but it'll just, no one, no, I don't think anyone wants to hear it. And we redid the podcast the best we can. Um, and, and nothing got lost um, right. out there. Uh, but you did say, uh, whether it made it to the podcast or not, um, that Golden State uh, was going to finish off yeah. the Houston Rockets in five games. I thought so. And you were wrong. I'm wrong again. I don't know what's up with them dudes, man. Yo, uh, yo, I'll tell you this. If if Houston 
manages to beat these guys, that means there's a better chance of LeBron actually winning, winning a title. Now, at Golden State, it's going to be hard. It's, it's the likelihood of him doing it is not the best. But if he get, if they get to Houston, yo, it's another title, B. I, I, I agree. He, he definitely has a better chance versus Houston yeah. just because of the inexperience um, in the finals. Yeah. Um, and Cleveland uh, across the board has more uh, experience. Ty Lue has more experience. And, and just the, the LeBron X factor. Uh, yeah. But as of this recording, it is 2-2 uh, in both the, the Cavs-Celtic series and the Houston Rockets-Golden State series. But I just really wanted to bring it up to point out that you fucked up again on the prediction. All right, it's time to play <laughs> Sick Fuck or Beyond yeah. Sick Fuck. Did, see, did you hear an echo? Because I, like I said, every time I say Beyond, fans are saying that it, it, it echoes. You didn't hear an echo. Uh, yeah, that's that That's that old school hip-hop shit. We get the echo behind the words, man. That's what we got. And okay. the people hear it. Okay. The okay. Echo box, man. All right. Today, Judge Gerald Moody will be giving out the sentences. Are you a sick fuck of the week or are you beyond anything that we can discuss on this here I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast? Judge Moody. Presiding. Is court in session? Hell yeah. Florida man. <laughs> you know when it's a Florida man, it, it, it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. A Florida man climbed atop a playground in clear water, Florida. Climbed the fence. Climbed over the fence into the playground and started reciting how babies were made. Now, I want to say this. I know uh, God and Bibles and all sorts of, you know, uh, you know the, the, the old homage of you don't judge a book by its cover. Now, this is not a visual meeting, but the man who climbed the fence into the playground with four, five, and six-year-olds has his face fully tattooed and a rotting front tooth. Again, I don't like to judge a book by a cover. But if you saw the picture of Otis Ryan, the man in question here, you would say, ah, he makes me uncomfortable. He has a rotting front tooth and tattoos that are illegible all over his fucking grill. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Moody, is this a conventional sick fuck of the week? Or is he beyond a sick fuck? Uh, it's beyond a sick fuck based on the tattoos, based on the behavior, based on the audience, and based on the subject matter, what he was talking about. So he has no regard for anything. So he's beyond a sick fuck because he went beyond. Okay. Um, culprit number two, a man on a Frontier Airlines flight. Frontier Airlines flight. Doesn't look like that much of a sick fuck based on the picture. Michael Allen Haig was detained at an airport for assaulting a woman. He, he, he apparently pushed her. It wasn't a punch. It wasn't a slap. I think he pushed a woman on a Frontier Airlines flight um, and urinated on a seat. Now, if you're on a plane and a guy 
is obviously uh, inebriated or possibly on bath salts or on that ooh-wee. Yeah. And he starts wiling on the passengers. That's, that's bad. We probably wouldn't discuss it on this show. But when you start pissing on the seats, that's when it goes into another level. He, he, mm. he at one point was sort of passed out in his seat, in his coach seat on a Frontier Airlines flight and was peeing in his pants. Mr. Moody, <laughs> is this a conventional sick fuck or is it beyond? Beyond. Mm. He, got, he got on the a- aircraft like that, right? <laughs> beyond. You stay in the fucking airport lounge and you get lifted, you drink, whatever. And if you're fucked up, you know you shouldn't get on a plane. That's beyond. Okay. So you, you, you piss in your seat, but that could have been avoided if you just chilled out in the airport lounge. All right. Beyond a sick fuck. Okay. Judge Moody, you, 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 run, a, you run a tight court. I, I yeah. personally would have said, this is just a sick fuck of the week. A couple in Jersey, New Jerusalem, was yeah. caught having sex. They were caught by the people in the church. They were having sex in a church, in a Roman Catholic church. Uh, they were arrested and charged with lewdness for engaging in sexual intercourse in what authorities described as a quote-unquote sacred area. So a yeah. couple, and they look nuts, by the way, uh, this is not a visual medium, but they do look fucking batshit crazy. They went into a church and decided to freak off. Okay. Judge Moody, are these sick fucks or beyond? Wait, see, I heard the echo there. I'm going to, this needs to be stricken from the record. There, this is not a sick fuck. It's not a beyond. Uh, the creator created human beings. These particular human beings go in his uh, in his church, in God's church, and have sex, which is nature. What are they doing wrong? Nothing. Sorry. Strict, that's stricken from the right. Okay. Um, another case in West Texas, a police chief, okay, contextualize it, a police chief in a small town of West Texas forced forced two men last year to be his quote-unquote chore slaves. The chore slaves were forcing these men at gunpoint. Now, this is a a male police (laughs) chief, uh, Robert Michael Cross, who kind of looks like a sick fuck, but I I wouldn't really, you know, I wouldn't pick him out of a lineup as as your conventional sick fuck. Um, Forced two men to be his, his words, chore slaves, and perform sexual acts on him and each Dang. other at gunpoint. Mr. Moody, is this a sick fuck, or is this man beyond a sick fuck? Beyond a sick fuck. This is the police chief. Oh, my God. So this is the problem. <laughs> These guys with their deviant shit and all kind of, and they're, they're governing, they're policing shit. Listen, this is a beyond and he should be, his badge should be taken. And as a punishment, uh, it should be reversed. He should be giving mic checks to these guys huh. or whoever he's fucking with. That's the punishment. Uh, a, a Wonder Bread bag and olive oil treatment for this, for this gentleman? Yes, I have the bag. <laughs> and 
you have to give the mic check to uh, uh, Doug Llewellyn in the back over here. <laughs> okay. Um, another man. This is, uh, this is, this is going to be interesting how you, you, you divvy this out. A jealous thug. That's what he was called. A jealous thug who bit oh. off part of his girlfriend's ear. <laughs> this fucking guy was jealous. So he went up to his girlfriend while she was talking to another man in the club and bit off part of what he claimed and the girl claimed to be his ear. Now, mm. I, I was a victim of an ear-biting incident in 1989. This cocksucker was given 30 months in jail. 30 months in jail. Judge Moody, is this a sick fuck? Or is this guy beyond a sick fuck for biting part, only part, of his girlfriend's ear off while drunk in a nightclub? And his girlfriend said it was his ear. This is definitely a sick fuck. But, hey, jealous, mean streak, sick fuck. He should, the judge who gave him that sentence, I concur, I would have gave him, I think, at least two years for that. All right. Finally. Finally, a 30-year-old bum, okay, who lives with his parents, was sued by, this, this is more of a, a vague term, this is more sick fuck or not sick fuck, but because you are Judge Moody, you will be giving out the ruling. A 30-year-old right. man who lives with his parents, has no job, does no chores, doesn't clean up after himself, was sued by his own parents because he refused to move out of their home. The guy's got a beard. He's got long hair. I mean, he's 30, but he looks about 42. Now, imagine you have a 30-year-old son who's such a piece of shit, who's so unpleasant to be around, that you have to kick him out of your house by means of taking him to a New York State court and suing his bum ass. Judge uh. Moody, are you in favor of this piece of shit leaving his house? Or are you, are you on side of this 30-year-old man who has no job, does no chores, does not even clean up after himself in his parents' home? The question is, who raised him to be like that? Mm. He didn't just become like that that day. Mm. He was raised like that. And now you can't look at him because when you look at him, you got to look at yourself mm. because that's what you produced. So it ain't him. You should get the fuck out of the house for raising a vagrant like that. There you have it. That wraps up another episode of Sick Fuck of the Week or Beyond. Uh, Judge Moody, uh, yeah. great work. I, I agree yeah. with most of your sentencing. I thought you were pretty lenient in some areas and a little over the top <laughs> at the other areas. But you're the judge. You're the jury. And who am I to argue? All right. right. As I told you, you can call us anytime, any place. Uh, leave us messages. Ask us questions. I got two people I want to shout out. We've been playing. Uh, uh, I, I got two people's questions that I wanted to acknowledge. Uh, first. Yo, Mike. Jim Moody. Dean Collins. What's up? My name is John Nelson. I had an interesting uh, conversation with my group chat earlier. Who is a better shit talker? Charles Barkley or Draymond Green? And who would you pick to be on your team and why? I, I'll answer this first. Who's a better player? Charles Barkley. Uh, more dynamic, uh, totally unique, 
uh, one-of-a-kind generational player. There are similarities in their game uh, in terms of undersized. Draymond Green, when you see him in real life, I believe he's only 6'6", at the most 6'7". He plays power forward. Uh, he's a versatile defender. He'll guard anybody on the floor. Doesn't stop defensively. Rebounds. Complete team player. Um, but Charles Barkley was 6'4". And and could do even more than Draymond Green, more versatile. Yeah. Um, both uh, generational players, both humongous personalities, uh, both great shit talkers. Now, what made Charles Barkley uh, a consummate shit talker is that he did it after he played. Obviously, Draymond, we don't hear what he says. We know he talks a lot. We know he talks endlessly, but we don't hear the level of his shit talk. So right now I have to say Charles Barkley is a better player and a better shit talker. Uh, Draymond Green will wind up in the Hall of Fame. Never needed to figure out how to be a team player. Totally unselfish. I love both of them. But Charles Barkley is absolutely a better player. And as of now, until I see Draymond Green after basketball, Charles Barkley is also better shit talker. Moody? Yeah. I, I concur with that. Charles Barkley... Think about this, 6'4", 6'3 rebounding with seven-footers, blocking shots, scoring, dunking on cats. Yo, he carried his team. It was, it was, he was always the guy. Yeah, I mean, so, so, like, like, totally, they're, they're different kind of players, both yeah. great, but, but I have to say Charles Barkley's definitely a better player. Uh, the second person uh, that I, I wanted to uh, uh, acknowledge is, is this dude. Yo, Rappaport. This is Scott Cresson. You blocked me on Instagram. I'd like to be featured on your show and put you on blast. You call yourself the king of shit talk? Well, you blocked me, bro. Come on. Step up to the plate. No weight, no line. Let me tell you something, Duke. You, you, you think that you want a piece of this? You, you, you want to uh, sort of have a snap off with me? You're questioning whether or not I'm the MVP of talking shit uh, and you want to be featured? On the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast, and you're bragging that you got blocked on Instagram, you ho-ass trick. Let me tell you something. You want to be featured, you want to be invited on the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast, you want to come talk shit with me, the gringo mandingo, here's what you need to do. Because as of now, you're just a faceless voice in the zeitgeist. You probably said some off-color shit. Talking shit doesn't mean it has to be off-color. Talking shit doesn't have to insult uh, like made up insults. You want to be featured on the I Am Rapport Stereo podcast? You want to dance with the dingo in this verbal intercourse? You send in five pictures. Number one, you send in a picture of yourself. Number two, you send a picture of your teeth. Number three, you send a picture where you live. Number four, you send a picture of your mother. And number five, you send a picture of your girl. If you send in those pictures and I have something to work with, you will be considered to come on the I Am Rapport Stereo podcast and dance with the dingo. Otherwise, you hold this dick in your mouth. Oh, that's Bruno. <laughs> All right, listen, Primetime Podcast and G Moody, last name rhymes with duty. Continue to send us questions. Continue uh, to support us. We're going to keep doing uh, the same for you guys. We will never fuck the fans. It's the I Am Rapport Stereo podcast in primetime, primetime podcasting. We came, we saw, we conquered Miles Jordan, let me get something funky. Let's shut this shit down. Peace. Yo, what's good? This is Big Ecto on IG. Enjoy you guys, man. Representing Brooklyn. 
keep doing your thing. And I have the app, by the way. Fuck that. Yo, this message is for Mike Rapp and Three Monetti. This is Nick, and I wanted to let you know that you get major love all the way out here in Maui. Yo, Michael Rappaport coming straight out of Anchorage, Alaska. Big ups to G Moody, big ups to the podcast. Keep doing your thing. This is your boy, Clarence Summers. Much love, peace. Hey, you, fuck you. We're uh, listening to you out here up north, a little bit up north from you in Bakersfield. You sick fuck. You need to stop hanging around with that beyond sick fuck, G Monetti and his fake dunks. <laughs>